0: This is a story about an ordinary teddy bear. When he was made, they found something wrong with him, and threw him away like a piece of rubbish into an old dark storeroom. Then, from outer space, a spotty man brought him to life with his cosmic dust. He took him to a magic cloud, where Mother Nature Gave him
1: special powers. That bear became Super Ted. Hello, and welcome to SMPD, the podcast where we look back at the cartoons that shaped our childhood. I am Chris Bolton. With me, as always, my partner in podcasting, Mr. Mark Williams. Hello. Hey, Mark, who's the bear that streaks through the air like a streak of red? Shaft. Oh, man, no. <laughs> <laughs> fair play sorry couldn't resist. i pitched it to you you smashed it out of the park i didn't know if you would or wouldn't pick up on that yeah so i couldn't resist that of course no it's not john shaft it's the one and only super ted um how the hell this is another one of those shows where how the hell we haven't looked at this yet
0: yeah no i think we still i don't know if we've done super ted on who wins have we
1: uh, no, I think he's he's on the schedule, but I don't think we've Yeah, actually.
0: that's right. Yeah, because I I I know there's a reason we I, I knew he, he's been around for fucking ages. I think he might have been even on the original list, and we've just kind of been picking through as we've gone. Yeah, but I've as I've come to this, as I've been kind of flat out the last couple of weeks. Um, so I picked this up today. I was working from home today, and so while I had a meeting going on on that screen, I may or may not have be been watching Super Ted on that one while I was on mute. Um, and. So I only came to this afternoon.
1: I've had a fucking blast with this show. Oh, completely, completely. I couldn't be happier about this show. Um, I don't know why it's taken us this, this long. I think you're right. No. I think it probably was on our original list. And for whatever reason, it hasn't been done. And for some reason, we seem to be circling back around to a lot of these now. We've had a lot of them of late, where there's, there's shows that we really should have done by now. Yeah. Uh, and it feels like we're circling back around. For no other reason, we've still got tons of shows to do, listeners, and you keep sending them in to us as well, which is great. So this list is ever-growing. Um, but it seems like we're circling back around to a few of these now. This is one... It Like, this This should have been in the single digits, really. Oh, I don't God, yeah. know why... I mean, this was... A hugely, hugely influential show in my life. Um, yeah. I was massively into Super Ted as a very young child. I mean, I'm talking, I had a Super Ted bedroom. I went to see Super Ted on stage. Like, yeah. I had a Super Ted teddy bear. I was like, I was really into this. Um, may yeah. may even be, you know, part of the origin of my love of, of superheroes. Even He's certainly probably the earliest superhero I can remember. Yeah uh um, yeah, like way back before i knew anything about superman or batman there was super ted um yeah. pretty much been there my entire life as far as i can remember um, yeah and i
0: I was the same i mean i and i had to check this my annoyingly my parents were on holiday at the moment so i had to actually physically go to their house and check because i was sure there was a picture of like my third or fourth birthday party i had a fucking super ted cake right i noticed, you know it was like so sort of back in the 80s when it was just a fucking square sponge cake with a fucking icing yeah, picture yeah. on top but I had a fucking super Ted cake, and I had to go looking for it. But I was convinced the picture was there, and fucking yes, it was.
1: Yeah, I, um, I, and I
0: mean, this—I think you're right. I think it's certainly my would have been one of my very early, if not
1: first, introduction to superheroes. Yeah, definitely. I mean, yeah, you're right. There were super Ted cakes, like. He was, he was everywhere for a little while there. And um, yeah. a couple of years ago, when I uh, when I had to sell my parents' house, I, I stripped it back. There isn't any really work in there because I'm fucking useless. Um, but I did strip it all back and get it sort of ready for sale. Um, and one of the things I found as I was stripping my old bedroom, I took about three layers of wallpaper off. <laughs> and right <laughs> at the bottom, there was my Super Ted wallpaper. You I can't say. It was white wallpaper and it had Super Ted and Spotty all over it um and then you know there's there's the little things like this is another one of those themes that i will forever walk around singing um until very recently i didn't actually know the lyrics Um, i just (laughs) i made them up as i went along i'm sure we'll get into that later um and yeah just the memories of the stage show as well I'm, i'm sure we'll get into but and, and it's even it's one of those shows as well you know we've talked about this a few times uh on the podcast but it's one of those shows that's kind of permeated my vocabulary a little bit as well you know i i, I cannot cross the road with another person without going <laughs> not behind the bus spotty
0: i, I just so i i had a th- an incident in work last week i had an email came through like we have an automated system when people put near misses and shit in and i had one that two guys had crossed the road and a car and had to swerve to avoid them because they were crossing crossing the a48 um <laughs> okay speed was reduced because we were working on the rest of it but these two fucking numbies stepped out from behind a dumper um and nearly got squished and so i sent the site manager a a link to that advert saying play the fucking morons that that's what taught me when i was three fucking play them that
1: and you know like this this is probably the best argument for edutainment you can possibly find right because to this day i will not cross the road behind a van behind a bus behind any vehicle that's taller than me basically yep. i will not cross the road because i yep. know that that's not behind the bus spotty you know that that's just one that's of it. those things so there's a lot to talk about around this show but let's let's start with the show itself i guess yeah um for a show that had such a massive impact on me and we tend to find this with with the bigger shows as well i've never really rewatched it um I've because never, i never i because it's just been there, right? It's been this this thing that's just in my mind. That SuperTed, I still remember it very, very well. Even going back and watching it this time, I knew every character. I knew the theme tune, even if I didn't know the words. And when I say I don't know the words, like I I knew, I knew like the tune, and I knew roughly the words. It's just that thing where I didn't actually know the lyrics, and I was getting them wrong. Yeah um so you know that's half pur- the fun though isn't it Yeah, well totally i purposely learned them this week for that opening gag because i knew you'd <laughs> smash it out of the park so i had to throw it out there we don't write this show listeners there's just we are oh, we've no. known each other that long now there are just things i know i can pitch and mark will smash them straight back L-
0: let's be fair so, we're, we're 100 plus episodes in i think every fucker knows knows us by now yeah. they know we don't plan anything
1: so i was like right but i i, I will throw that gag out But I'm going to have to work out what it actually is because it's definitely... And this is like four-year-old Chris not even knowing English properly, right? I had it in my head that it was super Ted flies through the air like a streak of hair. I I, I don't even know (laughs) what what the fuck does that even mean? It's not even a sentence. Right, but it wasn't until this week that I learned who's the bee <laughs> that shoots through the air like a streak of red, um, which makes yeah, no much I, more I sense didn't... because red rhymes with Ted. Hey yeah, doesn't it's funny that. Yeah,
0: um, I mean, I I didn't remember lyrics at all. I mean, so when I put it on, I say I've watched probably half a dozen today, um, and yeah, I put it on. I remember, I remembered the tune, and I as as I was listening to it, I was like, oh yeah kind of remember it, but i couldn't have, I, I could pick out lyrics now which I, I couldn't have told you a week ago
1: exactly yeah, um that,
0: yeah but I, I, yeah the tune was there yeah totally. um and yeah and again not behind the bus spotty every fucking time i'm standing by a well, bus
1: we will 100 percent take a deep dive on not behind the bus spotty don't worry listeners yeah. that that's coming Um. that could possibly even be a show on its own to be honest but we'll get into it yeah here. um so yeah so I, I was looking forward to watching it just because i haven't re-watched it I wasn't that nervous. Sometimes when we have the mm. big shows like this, and we go back yeah. and rewatch them, they're rubbish. Um, I was fairly confident this would be good. I wasn't a hundred percent, but I was fairly confident it would be good, just because I, it's endured for so long, right? Yeah,
0: I mean, I, I was pretty confident. Um, and there are some things which would possibly be problematic now. I mean, they were talking about a remake as, as long ago as twenty fourteen, and I think they start this. I think they're in in, in pre production now on on some new on some new stuff, but. Some of the characterization, which flew in the eighties, isn't going to fly now, um, and so and they're aware of that. And I think they, I mean, they, that's, that's so part of the that. course, isn't it? With these, yeah. with these And I, you know, I think that it's there's the temptation is it's always there. You say, right, okay, well, we'll we'll get rid of the character and we'll put somebody new in which fits with modern parlance and modern sensitivity and, and I don't think that's necessary. I just think you need to be a bit more sensitive in your handling you, of you, some of the of some of the stereotypes.
1: Look, you need to own that shit. Skeleton just needs to be out like fully yeah. out well well like, mike mike young who's the creator has always said that um skeleton's gay yeah yeah and, and, it, and it's blatantly obvious and and i think yeah you know i think even with his characterization i mean i i know people just like skeleton believe me yeah. um and, yeah. and that because you know yes it's stereotype but that is a stereotype that does actually exist i i know yes. those people um so so it's fine as long as you own it i think yeah. i don't think he's necessarily offensive because the treatment of him in the show isn't offensive either this fucking yeah. show doesn't have an intentionally offensive bone in his body um no. it's very very wholesome but the first thing that struck me going back and watching it you know i was, I was fairly confident like i said and I, and I thought it would be good but i couldn't believe how fucking good this was just in terms of its production quality like yes i I did not expect it to be as polished as it was. Because as a kid, you can't tell the difference between what's polished and what's not. You don't know what's smooth animation and what's fucking rough and they're dropping frames anyway. You don't know what good voice acting is. You're just watching cartoons, right? So I I didn't have any concept of how how good this would be. And knowing that it was A, British, and B, fucking Welsh, um, (laughs) I was not expecting much from the quality I no. cannot believe this is easily, easily up there with... I, I think maybe the in terms of production quality, the only thing that surpasses this is the Disney stuff. It's easily yeah. up there alongside the Hanna-Barberas and the Nickelodeons and the Cartoon Networks well, definitely. in terms of its production quality. Yeah. Disney's on another level. We say that every time but we Yeah, Disney's Disney always going to
0: be... No, Disney is Disney and that,
1: yeah. But this isn't lagging far behind. That animation is gorgeous.
0: No, I was very surprised, actually, because I... I looked around for it, couldn't find it, um, couldn't find um decent sources for it, it wasn't on Amazon or anywhere. Found it on YouTube. There's a dedicated channel for um for eighties kids programs basically, yep. um, which I do tend to dip into every now and again for stuff if we can't find it anywhere else. Um and I, between the fact it's a you know, fucking forty year old and and obviously animation's come a long way since then. But also then on top of that, it would have been taken from video, rendered and uploaded to the internet. I was expecting the quality to be absolutely fucking horseshit. Mm. And actually I was watching it as if I was watching it on broadcast TV.
1: Yeah, it's it's just unbelievable how polished this thing. And and right across the board, you know, the um the animation is smooth, the the art style, the colours are gorgeous. The, mm. the character designs are great you know you understand all those characters straight away the voice acting is yeah. superb both welsh and english i have watched both versions mm. don't speak welsh well enough incidentally so it's a little don't speak well enough mm. to follow this but you can stick the subtitles Same. on um although one thing i, I did pick up i i, I
0: flicked through two, maybe two or three episodes in in welsh just to see how it know how it's sort of stacked up and i did notice that um uh sheila St- she had, a stifle, she had a stifle. She was the she was originally Blotch uh, in the in the Welsh language version, but she wasn't in the English language version. But she was the voice of Mother Nature in the English version. Oh, okay. And I I I I, I sort of half picked up the voice. I wasn't quite sure, but I I thought it might be.
1: Yeah.
0: Um, but yeah, so that was quite quite an interesting one. Obviously they they kept they kept her on. They didn't yeah. think she was good enough to to do it in in in, uh, in English, which is a shame, really.
1: Yeah. Um. I mean, it it's one of the things that really stood out for me as well again just in terms of the quality and i don't know how they managed to achieve this when you watch that english language dub and and for anybody yeah. that doesn't know because there might be some of you out there that don't know listeners um it's not an english show right this is this is a welsh production this like when we were kids this was on s4c all the fucking time you had this you had will quack quack You had fucking, you didn't have Fireman Sam, that was on BBC, but you had, like, and then a load of dubbed shows. You had this and Will Quack Quack, though, were the two that were, like, like hardcore, like, all the time on S4C.
0: Yeah.
1: And as a kid, I found that difficult to wrap my head around, right? Because it'd be like, why is Super Ted speaking in fucking Welsh? But I can easily remember both versions, right? Um of course i didn't do any comparison because i'm a kid and as a kid even though i couldn't understand it and i was like why is he speaking in welsh i'd still it's watch still it right tad. because still super ted still and, and to be fair that's credit to the storytelling here that i could follow yeah. exactly what was going on even yeah. watching it in welsh right it's a shame he didn't actually teach me any welsh but i'm i was a thick <laughs> kid what can i say um <laughs> better off learning Klingon. more people speak it yeah but but you know watching it now you would not know that this was an English dub. No, like, and we've absolutely watched, not. We've watched a lot of dubbed cartoons on this show, like particularly in the early days of this show. Yeah. We watched a lot of French-Canadian stuff. We've done a fair yeah. bit of Japanese stuff. And the quality's yeah, always exactly. great, but you can always tell, even with animation, that the dub is slightly out of sync because the voice acting doesn't quite match up because things don't translate completely. This is yeah. like it was fucking written for these actors and for this cut in English, like you cannot yeah. tell that this was no. originally recorded in another language, and that's a real fucking feat. That's yeah. impressive. But, um, but there are two parts to it. You touched on it a
0: second ago. Is that um, yes? Okay, it, it's it's an absolute fucking goldmine. The fact they've been able to do that in the two languages and have it translate so well, and not have it not have it look stunted, not have it look difficult, not 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 making it look like an obvious dub, which some of the ones we've watched have been. But not only that. If it was only in Welsh and you didn't understand a fucking word of it, and you muted it, you could still follow the entire episode.
1: Yeah, you absolutely could. You absolutely. And there was could.
0: there's there's no part of it where you you could know, you're always going to go into it, so you you know that um you know they're going to be sleeping in in the treehouse or at the foot of the treehouse, and the gang are up to something, and then you follow it through. But there's enough visual language in there that you don't need to hear it. No. And I think that's that's again that's an absolute fucking art form because if you if you can convey that yeah. You could just play your fucking piano music over the top of it and let it run, and then you you can sell it to any territory in the world.
1: This is so high quality, it's fucking unbelievable. Like like everything, right across the board, there is not a part of this that doesn't work. If there's a weak link in this entire thing, and I don't know that you can even really call it a weak link, but if there's a weak link, it's the fact that the stories themselves, let's be honest, are a bit shit. Um, they but are, but given you've got the audience five that minutes, they're aimed at... Yeah, yeah,
0: and so they, yeah, they what's I think with with credits they're like seven and a half minutes, aren't they? So you're So probably yeah. talking six minutes at a clip. Yeah, but they're aimed no, they're aimed at a preschool audience. But actually, they, I they are a bit lacking. They are no, they are very short and they are, they are very brief and things. But and it's, they are very formulaic. Let's, let's be honest. Oh, every episode is the fucking same practically. But there was but the way the the way they strung it together. I think the one I watched the first six episodes. I think it was today, but you had one about. Um, it was about pillaging ancient tombs in, in you know, with the Incans in uh, in Mexico. You had one about um, stealing birds from, uh, stealing eggs from nests. You had one about the ivory trade. There's always something in there which the thing and hang on a minute, there's, there's, there's a, partly a social commentary and partly a fuck you British Museum quality to it. But it's very much a thing of, look, these are things that we shouldn't be doing. And th- this is why that gang are up to it. And SuperTed's going to stop it because we don't want to be pillaging tombs. We don't want to be digging up elephant graveyards so we can steal the ivory and there was always something and it wasn't it didn't like some shows especially at this point they would batter you over the head with their message mm. this didn't do that it it told a very short very brief very ende, very endearing story but actually had something to it as well and I think that that was something I re, I really compared to some of the other things we've watched I really appreciated that
1: yeah I mean it's just that the stories are so formulaic and simplistic I yeah. think is, is the issue for me I think yeah, and it's, it's, not fair. it's rare that I will argue this to be the case, but I feel the stories just needed a bit more breathing room. Um, there are some yeah. two-parters and they work much better. Um, right. I, I think there's a lot going on to be condensed into five, six minutes. However, it is at its heart an action cartoon. So, yeah. you know, there is lots of flying around on rocket boots and punching people in the face and, and all that sort yeah. of thing. Um, it's more violent than I remember as well. It's yes. never massively violent, but, you know, there, is, there are scuffles. You know, there, there yeah. are some scuffles. Um and it's interesting you you picked up on on the messaging side of it i've watched probably um quite a bit more than you then if you've watched six i've watched a fuck ton of this my
0: meeting was only short i couldn't i couldn't get away with much more than that uh,
1: i've i've been watching this for about a week and a half um <laughs> and, and it's very short oh, I'll, I'll go back and watch more of yeah it, I've, you know. I've i've devoured pretty much the whole series uh, the original series anyway not the new adventures but i've, yeah. I've devoured pretty much the whole series um It's not every episode that has a message. Some are very basic, formulaic superhero stories, right? So, one week, yeah, there'll be one about the ivory trade. There's one about Save the Whales, which, hilariously, is set in North Wales. Um, (laughs) (laughs) There's... (laughs) You know it, it, there's this stuff with um about fitting in there's stuff about texas pete's treatment of the rest of the crew there's all so mm. all of those are in there and then there are just general ones where this week they're going to try and learn secret magic words so they can all be super teds and beat each other up yeah. and you know so so there is just basic superhero stories in there as well um you know these capers if you like but yeah, oh, yeah I, I, think I think one of the ones I, it... I think they cool. i think they stole a uh, they stole a rocket or a
0: space shuttle yeah. um so i think it's one of the very early ones so
1: there's stuff like that but i think that actually makes those episodes where it's trying to tell you something i think that helps hammer the message home all the more because all of a sudden this yeah. week it isn't just super ted and texas peak going at it this week you know they're actually trying to save a whale or there's yeah. some kids trapped in a cave because they've gone spelunking and haven't told anybody or you know so I mean look some of these messages like as a kid I I was never going fucking spelunking but I know not yeah. to now because I'll yeah. get trapped and Super Ted won't yeah. be there to save me in real life Absolutely right so you know um it, it reminded me some of those um episodes with messages and it, and it's not just because of the teddy bear thing um uh, but they reminded me quite a lot of KB's when we had the messages yeah. there was quite a lot of the greater good About it, you know, in in the same way that KBs was when when we watched that. Um, it's been a minute since we watched KBs, but I remember responding really well to that as well. However, I would say this probably executes what it's trying to do better than that does. Yeah, but maybe that's just because it's a superhero story as well, and I react well to that. Possibly,
0: but I think. I think possibly because it's smaller. You haven't got so, you haven't got so many people, such a big cast, and so many people you're trying to bring in. There were okay. care bears. There were quite a few of them, weren't there? Yeah. So with, with this, you've got Super Ted, Spotty, and three villains, and occasionally Blotch, and that's yeah. it. That's all. No, that's all you get every week. So at at most, you get in eight characters by the time you get. You no, know, you might get some incidentals. You don't get a great deal, no. and you don't need it. And the stories are tighter because of it. And I think that. So the fact that they are only, that's it, the story itself is what six minutes ish. Um, they, i think you're right i think they probably could do with being a little bit longer but i think if you were to extend them to your, so your 20 minutes That's too long, that you had with right? things like with, yeah. as I saying, with things the like rescue Rangers. there's too much then yeah and you you'd end up having you'd end up with filler yeah there's a and sweet I think spot you, it's in finding somewhere. that happy medium yeah. probably
1: about 10 11 minutes maybe? I, I think it is i think about 10 minutes is your sweet spot um because like i said i've i've seen some two partners as well and they work much better and they right. don't they don't feel padded it just feels like the story's actually got room to breathe, um, yeah. which which is, you know, kind of what it needs. Um, and like I said, it's not necessarily a criticism because I think, you know, 4B in 5 minutes, it is action-packed. It does move like yeah. a fucking rocket. You know, you still get all the information you need. I just sometimes yeah. wish it had a little bit of room to breathe. Uh, but, you you know, you mentioned the, the, the small cast there as well, and that's another thing that struck me as incredibly strong, is yeah. that these these characters are just amazing you understand who every single one is as soon as you see them the character design tells you everything you need to know as does the voice acting you know i remembered all of them before like and i haven't seen super ted in probably 35 years yeah Um, and but i remembered all of them you know before they even popped up on screen going into this i knew who every character was i knew what to expect so i've carried these with me my entire life um you know texas pete i would argue is one of the great cartoon villains Um, yeah like i'm i'd put him up there with skeletor and megatron and all of those because for me he was that level like he was super ted's bad guy you know that's the
0: thing and i mean this is part of the the charm and the appeal of the show is that your your skeletor's your megatron's they they were they were villains and their plans were always they were always grand Mm. and it always no. They always descend into whatever they're trying to steal, whatever it is they need to do, they need to do it to beat the other side. Yeah. And yeah, Texas Pete's kind of the same, but because Super Ted is smaller, it's kind of on a smaller scale. So he's there, he wants to he wants to steal ivory from a, from an elephant graveyard so he can make some money. He wants to steal a rocket so they can no, so they can um I can't remember what they want to steal. Was it to blow up um, Spotty's ship, wasn't that? Yeah. Um so yeah, it's the the
1: it's... plans aren't as grand, but no. they're proportionate to the hero they're against yeah he's just a petty small-time crook really is yeah. what he is he just has these you know it, it's that his his ideas aren't grand on a megalomania uh, megalomaniacal world domination way but then his ideas are very grand for what he is which is essentially a petty small-time crook he's yeah. just a ne'er-do-well um yeah i i think it also helps that he's completely out of time there's just something about yeah. that that it's never really touched upon he's just a Fucking bandit, yes. like just rocking around in modern day, like contemporary North Wales, yeah. just wandering around. And I think there's something about that. You know, it's also in the same way that nothing's ever really um, mentioned that you know, skeleton doesn't have any fucking skin or muscles. Yes. you know,
0: it's, <laughs> like, and it's just an excuse to have him disassemble as a joke. Yeah, you he's, know, just,
1: it's, he's just skeleton.
0: Uh, it, yeah, it's it's fun. You could have, and that character could be translated to any other body. And it Completely. would be just as well received, I think, and just as well portrayed. I think the fact that it's it's a skeleton just means that there's a there's a couple of easy gags. No, you can you can see it today, and I, th- I think it would be massively detrimental. Although it's the sort of thing that we would probably try, is there'd be a lot of boner gags.
1: Oh, absolutely, absolutely. And I think that would be that would be the worry. Self do a bit of a titty knot as well, like it's yeah. yeah that,
0: that's to. it, and I think that it's a very fine line. And I think they they executed very well. And I think that. I can't remember who played Skeleton. Um It was uh, Melvin
1: Hayes, I think it was. It is Melvin yeah, Hayes. I've got, a, pretty sure. I've
0: got yeah. a cast list in front of me, but it doesn't say who played who. It's just got a freaking list of names. Yeah. Um, but I think vocally, there's a touch of Kenneth Williams to him.
1: Oh, yeah, hundred percent.
0: And delivery-wise, there is as well. But it's not written in that way. It's not written in, as you say, in that "oooh misses" bit. No, um, and I think the temptation would have possibly been there, even even back in the eighties when this was coming to it. Certainly would be now. Yes, and oh, I definitely. think it would be I'd say it would... It would massively problematic. But I think that what's there, and I think that there's enough in the character to to, to appreciate the difference between all the characters. There's enough in there that no, none of them are generic, none of them are bland, but none of them. I said, I said earlier, no, There's not an offensive bone in this fucking things, but bo- in, in the show's
1: body not at all it is it is quite funny though you know there were gags that make me laugh um mm. always from the bad guys you know super ted's yeah. not really funny you know when the whole rocket in raspberries and you know yeah all whatever it is blimey blamonge and all the other like, yeah. stuff he comes out with that that's not funny at all you know super ted's character is quite quite kind of um he's not stoic but he's definitely got like there's not a lot of humor in him then um, yeah it's it's
0: it's almost like the clark kent effect doesn't it Yeah it de- it definitely is It's 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 the, it's the you don't want you don't want that character to be so outspoken and so outstanding people are going to notice Yeah and you don't so want So it's him... very very tame and very let's say very stoic and very british yeah, and
1: you don't want him to come across as cocky or anything like that either yeah. um you know and and that's why spotty works so well as a sidekick again like I feel like because I've I, this I feel like this is hyperboleum spit now because I say I'd put texas <laughs> pete up there in the all time best villains but you got to give spotty a place in the best sidekicks as well like he, he, yeah. super ted is nothing without him like in a lot of ways not just you know in that he actually contributes but also that mm. the, the two characters as sort of just straight man and fall guy work amazingly well um yeah. he, just the, the chemistry between the two of them is fantastic you know um and, and just you know the, the voice work as well for, for spotty is yeah. just something else you, you yeah. just it's the first thing you think of or it is certainly the first thing i think of anyone i think of super ted is spotty's voice mm. you know um you get it straight away um yeah. so just in general the voice work is is phenomenal we've already yes. talked about the animation as well the, the weak point is the writing but as i say I, I think you can give it a pass on that just because you know it, it needs to be short because it needs to maintain that pace
0: um, yeah. and i think i mean we we talk about this a lot um, on the, on the show and and on Mario as well. Sometimes it's difficult for writers to remember who they're writing for, and they lose sense of that audience and think right. Well, if if they tried to make this any longer, I think they would have lost that younger audience. And effectively, it's a show about a teddy bear.
1: Yeah, and it's a kid's at its heart, show That's through and through. You, you.
0: You want this to be you want this to be four five year olds. Yes, you don't want any older than that because they can start picking holes in it. Um, so I think that yeah, I think the writing is very basic. I think you're right. I think it's formulaic as all fuck. But actually, I think it needs to be because I mean we've talked before about how, you know, how kids learn things and, and even how they learn to structure a story. If it's the same every week, they kind of know you need to have a you have a beginning, a middle, and an end. Yes. If you, try, you know, try to deviate from that, or you try and make it too long, or and you try and blur the lines of where that's happening, then they're not going to take that in. So I think that yes, the writing isn't. I say it's it's probably the weakest part. I don't. Think, I wouldn't say it's particularly weak though. I think it's it's the lesser part of the of the total
1: sum. I think you're right. Yeah, I I don't think it's weak, and I think it fits what it needs to be, um, is the thing as well. You know, um, I just think I I don't know. I can't watch it without thinking. Oh, I wish this writing was just a little more solid. You know. Yeah. Just just a little. Um, but no, it's not that. It, it's by no means bad. You know, we've seen no. a lot lot worse. Awesome. Um, yeah. as, as we're going through. So so that kind of covers the show, right? I think th- there's not much to say about the show because it's just so fucking good. Um, you know, I, I haven't got anything bad I can say about it, particularly. Um, I think it's just an incredible, incredible show. Um, but it there was all the stuff that came with it as well. Super Ted yeah. was this cultural phenomena, um, or it seemed yeah. that way to me as a child anyway. Like yeah. everybody was watching this. You know, like, all of my friends watched Super Ted. This was just yeah. something that we did, you know. Um, and yet it always felt, I, d- I don't know, just... It didn't seem to catch on fire like the way, say, He-Man or Thundercats did. It just felt like it's, it was this kind of warm, lovely constant that was there. Yeah you know but, i mean it, it did the rounds i mean um it, it aired around the world so
0: it did australia nigeria singapore canada zimbabwe germany italy sweden disney channel had it in the united states um norway france basically every fucker had it mm. No, so i mean it, it did travel yeah and i think that's that's something i didn't realize until today looking at it um is that i hadn't realized how widely it how wide it had gone and i think again part of it is because it feels not just because it's a Welsh production and obviously we're Welsh, but it feels like a very local production. It feels like a very small product, and it's and it does. because it's so contained. But as you said, there, there was stuff everywhere. I know they did have the stage show, no? They did, you know They. Um, I mean, I, I was talking to Tori before we started, and she. Um, I think we've talked about this before, and you and her have talked about it, that. You will have seen the same show in in theatre in Cardiff. Mm. I remember seeing they did something down in Morgan Park, like it was an open air theatre thing. I remember seeing that when i'd have been about 5 or 6. Yeah. And losing my shit because Super Ted actually flew. Yes. Because i at that age yes. i was old enough to know that it's a cartoon and cartoons aren't real.
1: Yes. So Super Ted
0: may not actually fly except the fucker did. He flew past the he flew around the corner.
1: It is one of my earliest memories, no shit, right? One of the one of the earliest things i can remember is going on a school trip down to the new theatre to see the Super Ted show. I remember being terrified of skeleton like the live action hmm. skeleton i thought it was absolutely terrifying even though skeleton's a funny character yeah. and i fucking remember super ted flying and obviously yeah. he was on a wire but as yeah. a fucking kid that... Oh,
0: that blew my mind
1: yeah absolutely because, yeah it, i think it, cause
0: it, it came at an age where i was at an age i thought i would have been i thought I probably would have been five or six that. so i knew car I, I was at that point where i wasn't that thick i realized the cartoons weren't real yeah you no know, i re- I knew it was it was it was drawn i knew it wasn't a real thing so to see actual super ted in actual real life that in and of itself was fucking you know, mind-blowing but then on top of that i still had that thing in my head that he's probably not going to fly because super you no know, it's this is real it's not animated and then the motherfucker
1: took off yeah like, just
0: fucking wow yeah.
1: yeah incredible incredible right and again that's that's typical of the level of care and attention afforded to like just this whole license just super ted the the product then like it would be quite easy to have put this stage show on and just kids would have lapped it up right because we would have all gone for super and especially like you said welsh production in cardiff like we look we're we're pretty small-minded in wales when it comes to shit like that right we we support (laughs) our own so like people would have gone anyway right yes but to smash it out of the park in the way they did, and I think that's what amazes me so much, like, you know, watching this first episode, was just the level that they smashed it out of the fucking park. Yeah. That, you know, we can say this as Welsh people, that doesn't happen very often. Um, no, Moses I mean, but for every
0: one of these, you get fucking Fireman Sam.
1: Yeah, I mean, Fireman Sam's okay, but, like, it's not... I like, can't take a... Fireman
0: Sam seriously, because I, the um, the fire chief looks exactly like a guy I used to work with and sounds like him. He's from Deeper Star, but the darkest Carmarthen. And he talks like this with a big booing voice, like Windsor fucking Davis. Mm. And I can't take the fire chief seriously because he just reminds me of him all the time. So I, I wait for him to, to tell somebody to fuck off.
1: But I think in, in saying that, actually, I think you might have just put your finger on something, which is it's a whole cultural identity thing, isn't it? In that it's hmm. it's 100% <coughs> Welsh, this, right? Hmm. It was It was very much a Welsh production, but it doesn't fall back on those cultural stereotypes it's yes. not about leaks and coal mining on fucking tom jones it's just a very 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 good show that yeah, to be fair very few kids' shows are about awareness. fucking tom
0: jones i just want to put that out there <laughs> um but yeah you're right and i think that i mean there was certainly a patch around about the late 90s early aughts whereby there was a lot of very popular Welsh music coming out. You had know, the, the, the Stereophonics, were, so we're, we're hitting their peak. You had the Manics, were still going around. You had lots of bands, and all of a sudden, if you were Welsh, you had to like these bands, and it didn't matter if you didn't like the music because they were Welsh, you had to support them. Mm-hmm. And there is there is an element to that within um certainly within Welsh culture. I think everybody does that. If it's somebody local, you always go that extra yeah. mile to try and support them. But there was a very there's very much a movement certainly within within South Wales in the in the early aughts that we well, have to like them because they're Welsh, well, yes. but they're shit. Yeah, uh, but they're Welsh and the 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 this shows you don't need that if the product is good you don't need to rely on the fact that people are watching you because you're from down the road
1: yes yeah totally totally and and the fact that it managed to be exported to so many countries and that it ended up on fucking stage and on my fucking wall and i mean i had loads of super ted books as well but i think the books came first and the tv show came after i'm not sure i think i'm pretty yes, sure the books came first
0: they did i've I've got it here i, I remember reading this video. so mike young who created the show um his kid was afraid of the dark took point like you know, crippling fear couldn't, wouldn't go to sleep mm-hmm. so he invented this story about a bear who was afraid of the dark but then actually when it you know, when it got dark this bear was actually a superhero and he went off and didn't you know, he was off fighting villains and setting you know, on saving them, this, and, and he got the kid through that so he so he started off by telling these stories and then he started writing them down he, he managed to sell them i can't remember who published them um but yeah, so um, there are over a hundred um, ted books, but they'll you know, they'll be you know, about the size of the episodes. You no, know, they'll be very small and you know, probably ten, fifteen. They pages were very each.
1: very small. I had but lots. it's but
0: enough to to run through through a a, a small story, um, and yeah. So I mean, I I I hadn't realized that until until today until that came first. But yeah, it was it's something that yeah, it was everywhere. Like I remember my school, like my my infant school and my my reception and you know, early years classes, they had these books. Mm-hmm. and they must have had the fucking lot of them.
1: Yeah, there were loads of them. Um, I had I had the, the actual storybooks. There were Super Ted Annuals. Yeah. Um, but there was something, particularly with education, um, this caught on. I think it's perhaps because the message was so wholesome anyway. Like I said, there was, yeah. it was a little bit violent, but there was nothing really out of order in there. It was a very wholesome no. show. And as a character, you know, growing up in Britain in the 80s, right, there were two characters that taught me absolutely everything. And that's Super Ted and Banana Man. Because yeah. anytime you needed anything educational, like, hey kids, brush your teeth. Hey kids, don't jump yeah. in front of a bus. Hey kid, don't stick your finger in the power socket. It was either Super Ted or Banana Man that told you. Yeah. Right. And so there was a lot of educational stuff there. Like and literally every time I went to the dentist, I got either a Super Ted or a Banana Man sticker. That's what you got. Yeah. You got given stickers back in those days for going to the dentist, yeah. little sticky badges that you'd put on. Um, and then cool. I would bring them home and I would stick them all over my bed, right? And I had fucking yeah. Super Ted and Banana Man stickers everywhere. There was the public information videos like we've already talked about, yes. not behind the bus spotty. Now, yeah. I think most of us, you know, if you're listening of our generation in Britain, you'll remember, certainly remember seeing it on TV because it felt like it was on CITV every fucking five oh, minutes. Oh. Yeah, it was. Like, yeah. You'd, you'd, but that was the short version. I don't know if you can remember yeah. the long version, Mark, but I distinctly remember at least once a year, you'd sit in assembly and they'd wheel out the yeah, fucking yeah, yeah. TV on the trolley with the VHS underneath. You know the fucking trolley. If you're listening Only from the UK the and you grew up in the 80s, you know the fucking trolley. You knew yeah. what was coming when that came <laughs> out, right? Yeah, So they used to wheel- roll it
0: out with fucking, when Darth Vader came down to school like with uh, yeah. Billy Beacon and all that shit.
1: That's right, yeah. So they, they'd fucking wheel the trolley out and they'd play this video. And I swear to God, it felt like it was like fucking 30 minutes long. It was like longer I think the, than I, your average I, I, episode of Super Ted.
0: No, I, I don't think it was that. I, oh, it I mean, definitely wasn't.
1: It, it just fucking felt like it was. I think
0: I think there was a longer version. I think there was the the public service version, and the version that was on TV was about the length of a normal advert. It was probably about 25, 30 seconds. Mm. But there was a bit where you saw a lot more. So you saw the, the, um, the thing speeding towards him. You saw a bit more of the backdrop because Cardiff Castle is the backdrop. Um, which you don't see a lot of in the TV version. You see more of. So I'm sure. There, I'm sure. You're right, I'm sure there was an extended version. Oh, there definitely was. How long was. it was, I don't know. But I think they certainly with us. They used to wheel it out, so you'd have um, David Prowse doing the fucking road shows with um, Billy Beacon and all that sort of shit. And they'd play it in in those, and they play it in Welsh and in English mm. because, um that's said, we weren't a bilingual school, um, but they probably felt they had to because it was um, again local. Um, but yeah, so I mean, yeah, we had it all the
1: fucking time. Yeah. Um, yeah, it was um It was yes, just something that matter. got Yeah, it was just something that got weird, and I swear to God it felt like it was really, really long. Um mm. but it definitely, you know, it achieved its fucking goal, right? I like I said, to this day, I don't go crossing the road behind buses or anything like that. Yeah. Um but that was just, you know, one example. Like I said, we had him promoting fucking toothbrushes, we had him when you go to the dentist. Yeah. And it, it just feels like he was He kind of became this unofficial educational mascot for a little while. Like Super Ted yeah. was your, your sort of absolute whiter than white character that every kid looked up to. Yeah. And again, for it, like thinking about this now culturally, and I realize this isn't going to be the case for the majority of our visit uh, for a majority of our listeners. sorry. Uh, but as a kid growing up in the valleys now, looking back at that, I'm thinking like, but that came from down the fucking road. That's yeah. well, all right. A couple of hours down the road, but down the road, no, nonetheless, it's yeah. relatively close. Yeah, and that's fucking amazing to me now as an adult. Like that's well, really this, fucking this amazing. Thing, and like
0: I, you, you don't tend to think of it when you're a kid. You don't you know because especially like not so much this because there's not the big thick Welsh accent. It doesn't draw on the fire as well. But certain things like Fireman Sam, it's based in somewhere we know. Yeah, you know, it's it's very much
1: a community we can identify with. I mean, I fucking in live no in Pontypandy, basically. Yeah. Right? I, I mean, do. I've
0: always remember that fucking comedian we saw up in Landed Festival with his Fireman and sand bit. Yeah. Um, and I, yeah, well, I think we mentioned that when we did, um, did the Who wins with him? But yeah, um, I think that that's a lot more recognisable because I say it is. You no, know, you do have that very valleys community, and you have the voices and all the rest of it. This, I, uh, I didn't realise when no, when I was watching it when I was no, three, four, whatever it was, because I wouldn't have. I, I it wouldn't have fucking dawned on me. Everything sounded like everything was Welsh. Everything, everything came from Wales because that's where we came from. I didn't know there wasn't a world outside any of that it was obviously when as I got older um but yeah it's just fucking when you look back at it now I think what no you look at the quality of it look at the reach of it I mean the fact that when it was sold um it went like Hanna Barbera did the um was it the Fa- the Future Adventures of a uh, Fantastic Adventures yeah the Further so, I Adventures mean,
1: that... I, I think it was the Further Adventures of Super Ted wasn't it or something like or the New Adventures further Avengers, Super Ted yeah. Yeah. yeah
0: Further mm-hmm. Adventures of Super Ted yeah so that was that was just with Hanna Barbera I mean again that's fucking something that's come out of now, oh, come out deep deeper dark as Wales, well, so, you know that's not something you expect to see. Yeah, I certainly didn't it this time. I mean, I, I remember we um. So, if we listeners won't know this. Obviously, you know this. So you were there. We, when we went to see Bret Hart a couple of years ago when he talk talking Cardiff, mm-hmm. and while we were waiting for, for the photographer to take the fucking picture because you know, he had some sort of stroke while we were doing, it, so I was shaking Bret's hand for ten fucking minutes. We were chatting. That's about, a
1: really poor taste observation. Mark. Yeah, I, yeah, I thought <laughs> I thought about it as I was saying it, um,
0: but yeah, yeah, Jesus for whatever reason. I mean, <laughs> so we talk about the, the feeling the um, the video was 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 overly long. That's that's kind of how this felt because I don't I don't know what the, f- the fucking photographer was doing, but he took forever. And we were chatting, and I I asked him if he'd been to Wales before, and he, he was saying he'd done various bits and pieces. And we were chatting about how w- there's a lot of similarities between Wales and Canada, as much as you have a much bigger, far noisier neighbour immediately adjacent. Yeah, and people automatically look overlook you because you're you're, you're Canada, you're not America. Mm. You're Wales, you're not England. Yeah. and it's that no, the, the similarities there and i think that that's something that no look you look at stuff that's come out of no, them that's has come out of this and say fuck me that's no that's from the little little place next to england
1: yeah it's, and it's, i mean for us it's from the little place you know a couple of hours down, the road. down the road um yeah. oh, up the road rather my geography's pants um so so that's, that's fucking amazing asshole. yeah um so it became this huge cultural phenomenon the, the one thing that's puzzled me about it i think um you know, and I'm, again, this is not a criticism, okay? But the one thing that puzzled me about it in watching it this time was I get that he's called Super Ted because, like, he says secret magic word and then, like, yeah. transforms, right? Rips his skin off, basically. Scared bit... the fuck out of me as a kid. Yeah. Rips his skin the fact off. That
0: not so much he was. Because, you, like, you'd see Superman do and he pulls his. He pulls, no, Clark Kent pulls the shirt and tie yeah. off and the super suits underneath. That was fine, but it was his skin and he yeah. had a suit under his skin. Yeah. And where did the fucking cape go?
1: yep yep well, where, yeah where did any of it go right so that as a bit weird but like even
0: even even if it even if it was a bear suit right where's that cape because the cape comes out and it's like is that rolled up somewhere is that what makes up his tail
1: how does it fit within the the, the, the layout of the suit well here's the question i have you see this is this is the thing right because what about him is actually super because he isn't Particularly super strong, he doesn't all of a sudden he can fly, get, can't like, he? Super... Well, no, because he wears rocket boots, he uh, can't yeah, fly, true. he That's wears right. rocket, rocket boots. boots. Yeah. Spotty has a jet pack, he wears rocket boots. Got the rocket boots. So, technically, like, he's not he himself, he's not super, is he?
0: Maybe it's the fact that he's alive, yeah, whereas uh, you re- well, your I mean, average teddy bear isn't,
1: yeah, or maybe it is that this. You know, he's able to pull his fucking skin off. Maybe that's his actual superpower. Maybe he just. Now that's
0: a really fucking bollock superpower. Says his secret could, magic word. You could take his skin off.
1: Yeah, he says his secret magic word as a full body circumcision and becomes Super Ted. <laughs> <laughs> like, that's...
0: Maybe that's what happened to Skeleton. Maybe that's why he sided with Texas Pete because he went that's wrong.
1: what it is. He fucked Maybe he it peeled up. his
0: skin off. Yeah.
1: He fucked it up. Maybe he was like already Jewish and he fucked it up. <laughs> i'm sorry listeners
0: all of a sudden my stroke joke doesn't seem
1: so bad (laughs) i'm sorry it's been a while since i said anything in particularly bad taste so you know look (laughs) it's been at least a week it is hotter than satan's ball sack in this room tonight i'm probably going slightly loopy so forgive me my transgressions here um it's all in good taste really you know i don't mean it honest gov um so like he says that he peels his skin off but then he's he's really no different. Like he's the same teddy bear. He's just wearing a cape and rocket boots.
0: Well, maybe maybe that's the th- that's the thing about peeling the skin off. That's the difference. He can't use the rocket boots while the skin is long because the burner the bottom of his feet. Because they're under the, the suit, aren't they? So they're going to burn through and set him on fire. Maybe, Maybe that's yeah. what that's the only he does it. But yeah, I don't get what in that case I don't get what makes him super. Maybe it's the fact he's alive and he has this you know, plucky attitude and never say die. I anymore, mean, I, I mean that's a
1: big part of it, right? He's a living teddy bear. That's a big part of it. Okay, but let's take this a step further into into weird body horror then, because this is where my mind went when I started. Thinking, <laughs> I can't help it now. This is the thing when we watch these shows as adults, right? Yeah. This is this was the whole. You know, point of this show is like as a kid, this washes over you. Watching it now as adults, you know, I have to ask these things. So he peels a layer of skin off to reveal a f- he's fully clothed underneath, cape and all, looking yep. fabulous, right? Yeah. What's under the super suit then? Well, presumably a catheter, because there's no, there's nothing to open to have a piss, is there? No, I mean he's a teddy bear. Teddy bears don't need a piss, do they? They probably don't need to eat well, either. Well, they, they, I don't know. Who knows? But I mean, my... Who knows? What What I'm saying is like. Sooner or later, he refers back to super te- to, to, sorry to regular teddy bear again, right? Yeah. And he's just in a regular teddy bear skin. So, does he rip the super suit off and then he's just regenerated layer of skin underneath? Is he like a piñata where there's just layer upon layer upon layer? Or, or is, is it
0: like in, in, in D&D where you, after you use your arrows, you go back and pick up your suit you've discarded exactly. before the battle? Exactly. Does he
1: go and pick the skin up and put it back on? And Does it zip or... I would just say, does he get sewed back into Well, it? I mean, this is a thing. He's a teddy bear, right? So it's conceivable that it could be buttoned up or zip up. Like, all of this makes sense in a weird roundabout way. And yeah. it's not important and we don't need to know it. <laughs> but it bugged me. Every time I watched the transition <laughs> and he pulled his fucking skin off. Yeah. I was like, right, okay but he he hasn't got any superpowers all of a sudden. He's just wearing rocket boots and he's got a bit more fucking flighty all of a sudden. It's like he's just gone down the pub and had about four pints and he's just feeling a little bit flighty all of a sudden. He's just like he's got a heightened level of confidence. And he's like, no, I'll fucking take you on now. You know, don't tell me not to drink and fly, you cunt. Um, So (laughs) there's nothing... Which, by the way, we don't endorse. Drinking and and flying, absolutely not. Uh, (laughs) But that's what it feels like, right? Yeah. It feels like he's just all of a sudden got himself a bit fucking lagered up and he's just looking for a bit of a fight.
0: <laughs> that's, yeah, that's Think not about something it. I'd ever really it thought tracks, about. But right? yeah, you're
1: right. Be, yeah. Bear in mind where it's from as well. Again, all right, it's not it's not quite valleys, but it is a small Welsh community. I guarantee yeah. you I've got a pub within five minutes walk either side of my house, right? I guarantee you yeah. I can go up to either of them on Friday or Saturday night and I'll see somebody... That'll have four or five pints because they can't really take what they're drinking, and they will yeah. take their shirt off, probably their trousers as well, by the end of the night, and have a fucking yeah. fight. And that's essentially or what retryging. Super Ted. Yeah, and that's essentially what Super Ted is doing here. It's just so happens yeah. he's doing it for the forces of good.
0: Well, that said, he's doing it with a, an evil throwback cowboy.
1: Yeah. So what he basically is, or an American. What I'm saying, what he basically is, is Super Chav. Is what he basically <laughs> is. But so without the Burberry. Just yeah, which is without the Burberry. Um, so yeah, that, that's something that just bugged me a little bit. I, I couldn't wrap my head around what's actually super. But like, Superman is super, right? Because his Kryptonian blood is enhanced by Earth's yellow sun, so he's super strong and he's bulletproof and all of this. The Flash yeah. is super because he's got the Speed Force and he's able to bend time to his will, essentially, and think faster than the speed of light, right? Super Ted is more along the lines of a Batman or an Iron Man, where like the superpowers come in from within, right?
0: Yeah. And so, it it's it, it, it's it's augmented by what by what's on the outside then. So the rocket boots and the you know the the, the effect you know. I say that, that, that red that that red flash and then you know, the cape and all the rest of it. That's it's more for effect. Yeah, than so else.
1: so he's a hero, but is he technically a superhero? I don't think he is. But we call him Super Ted don't know. Food for thought listeners. Inquiry minds need to know this. Have I missed something? Maybe I just have. I think I've watched pretty much the entirety of the original show. And I don't see anything. Because there's also several episodes, right, where Texas Pete and the gang want to get the magic formula or they want to get the secret magic word, right? Yeah. And there's a few times they succeed. And it appears that having one or the other will have the same effect. So what's the point in the two of them? Yeah, I don't know. Because, like, it's the magic formula, right? Super Ted gets discarded and thrown away, and it's the magic formula that kind of yeah. brings him to life, right? So, yeah. why they would need the magic formula, I don't know. But then it's the secret magic word that seems to activate something within the magic yeah. formula that's now in his blood? Stuffing. Stuffing? the, I don't know. What makes a teddy bear tick? Like, bomb usually. sweets, I guess. Like, they're like unicorns, right? They're probably, like, fart jelly beans and rainbows and stuff. I don't know. Anyway, whatever's inside him whatever's inside him right it's this secret magic word that activates the powers within that lets him rip his fucking skin off seemingly not feeling any pain fire up his rocket boots and have a fucking fight so i don't and what i'm saying is i don't understand the rules of the world basically yeah which is a lot to bring to a show for (laughs) five-year-olds but, I th- but I think i'm watching fair, it as a 42 we... year old so yeah i was,
0: was going to say there's there's something to that because and i mean we've we've hammered this certainly on on mario in the last probably 6 months you have to your your world has to be consistent and you have to be able to even if you don't spell it out in every episode you need to understand how your world works because yeah. some fucking idiots on the internet will come and ask you what it means hello yeah um so yeah so i mean i think that's i think that's a fair point and i mean i as I haven't watched as much as you did, as I, I was of half listening to my meeting as well. I, I did do some work while I was watching it. Um, but yeah, so I mean, I I didn't go into that level of detail with it. I mean, I'm, I'm planning on going back and watching a lot more. I probably won't
1: get to watch. I said, there's only 36 episodes, so I might, you never know. It's not um, long, honestly, watching it all. Yeah. You'll get through it all in the space of three or four hours. It's not long. Yeah. So I mean, yeah. So I mean,
0: maybe I will watch all 36. I don't know. But I mean, that's not something that really got to me because I didn't get to those episodes where they where they're trying to replicate the formula, where they're trying to find out the secret magic book. I didn't get there. Had I gotten that far, I probably would have had the same thought. But I can't can't say hand on heart that I did at the moment. Yeah, but it's just... I think yeah. As long as as long as as long as it's consistent. As long as they apply it consistently throughout the show, and that that's the thing from the sounds of what you're saying that that's the thing they don't do.
1: Yeah, they don't. It's like they they're missing this element. They which. Is weird because everything else, like I say, that the stories are very tightly plotted. They all make sense. I know all the characters are. All they all their designs make sense. Everything's clearly been done with the utmost care and attention. Like they really want to yeah. get this right. And then there's something yeah. as basic as like, what's the actual thing here? Like, what's his power yeah. set? What activates it? You know, because like, you look at his. You know, you look at his peers. You know like Batfink we know the score with batfink right his wings are like a shield of steel we understand that yeah. immediately we know that what that is Hong Kong Fui, yeah. number one super guy we know what that is he does he's not really super he just he's a bog standard janitor who just happens to wear a costume like we we understand whereas with super yeah. Ted I was watching it going well what is it then what's what's super because he seems to be just wearing rocket boots which you know are under his skin to begin with so I, yeah. I, I don't know
0: although now five-year-old me and four-year-old me fucking rocket boots man
1: yeah rocket boots are cool awesome yeah they're cool i love a
0: pair of rocket boots uh yeah absolutely be sitting Um, in fucking traffic all day
1: yeah totally
0: um oh the price of fuel at the moment yeah maybe not
1: i think i'd rather have the jetpack
0: than the rocket boots oh yeah completely because your balance is going to be different than
1: that yeah totally and like jetpack you i don't know it just it feels like it's going to be a smoother ride than the rocket boots would um, yeah I, I, I don't know i think well rather... i think you've,
0: you've got to concentrate more rocket because it, all it's 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 like being in, in, in an actual rocket all the power is coming from the base so you, you've you got to maintain your balance your posture and your balance in order to direct it if you like whereas if you've got a jetpack on it's on your back you roll your shoulders you go one yeah. way you roll your shoulders the other way you, you turn um and also i have no fucking balance yeah because I mean... i'm a giant with, with morbidly obese and I have a f- very dodgy center of gravity so putting anything where I've got a concentrate on what the fuck I'm doing is not going to be a good idea.
1: No, I would definitely rather have the jetpack. Um, and speaking of the jetpack as well, um, that's another thing I couldn't quite work out because Spotty wears the jetpack on his back like a backpack, right? Mm-hmm. So he's got two stripes going over his shoulders. Yeah. Yet he fucking hates stripes. Every time stripes are mentioned, he goes absolutely bonkers. Yeah. So surely that doesn't make... Any he, because he, he's purposely like he's got a belt and he's got these he, little things. I mean, this is how good this show is. Is I had to nitpick these things, yeah. and I was just watching it going, "Why haven't you explained that then?" And that's really me being anally retentive about this.
0: Yeah, if, if 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 that's the level you have to go to to find faults, then they're doing something right.
1: Oh, they're doing everything right. Seriously, this this show is fucking incredible. You know, you mentioned. Um, they're looking to reboot it. I'm surprised they haven't yet. Um, I worry if they reboot it. I'll be honest because CGI is going to lose all of this charm. Yes. Um, there's not really any call, sadly, for cell animation anymore. I wish there were. Um, I also think, you know, you're right. Just the general tone of it would be different now. I think it would be a yeah. little more um, not adult. That's the wrong word but it certainly wouldn't be as innocent um yeah i think me personally and i've thought about this a lot this week to the point where i was starting to wonder where the license is sitting if i'm being perfectly honest because i i think this is prime for live action i really do i, I think this essentially yeah live i, I, I don't think they've all over it yeah I don't, I don't think that's the plan so i've got the bookie page in front of
0: me which you know wikipedia is always accurate you know that um, so in 1989 Mike Young sold off seventy uh, sold off or well, partially sold off the rights of the series with seventy five percent stake in Super Ted being acquired by Abbey Home Entertainment. Right. Um so and then following the closure of Abbey Home Media in twenty twenty, Mike Young purchased back the series. So he owns the rights again. Uh in twenty fourteen, um Mike Young announced he was developing a brand new series of Super Ted with Abbey Home Media. Uh, the series was gonna have twenty-six half hour episodes. Um at trade shows in 2014 um, in March 21 it was announced that work had begun on new episodes with a View to relaunch the show by 2023 I mean, so I'll, if it's happening
1: it's due I'll be up for watching them definitely but um, yeah. hey Mike Young hit me up I've got some ideas like forget my circumcision <laughs> jokes and stuff like that I didn't mean it honestly <laughs> um, no like, like I think this is really primed just because of the whole teddy bear thing as well I I think this is prime for live action. I think you can you can approach this live action now in a postmodern context and still retain yes. some of that charm in the same yeah. way that, you know, we've done with things like Winnie the Pooh for instance. Um, yeah. th- things like they seem like they're going to do with Barbie now and they've done with Transformers, you know, and just just retain all of this history because Super Ted the Teddy Bear will now be an object of great cultural significance. You yes. know, and there's there's something in there that can actually be brought out i think and I, not only i think of the fucking money you can make on the merch oh god yeah i mean look, i i had a super ted as a kid i would absolutely buy one again now if there was an authentic super ted like yeah absolutely that's a toy that would be in this house i can guarantee you um so yeah i mean yeah and it's not just toys is it it's the happy meals that are going to come from it it's the stickers at the dentist it's the pencil case yeah. it's the because, look, superheroes are trendy again now. So, yeah, why not Super Ted? Like, if we're going to reboot oh, anything, any. why not Super Ted? Like, they're rebooting and, I mean, much, much worse stuff than this.
0: Yeah. And, and let's be honest, let's look at what we said probably, what, 40, 45 minutes ago. This was our in to a far bigger thing that was superheroes. Yeah, totally. And, no, like, superheroes are a massive thing now. And, like, like there's so many tie ins and spin offs. And, and you look at Disney Plus and you look at all the Marvel stuff, you've got. You've got things that spun off from the films that are that are designed for kids because the films actually they're kind of older than a lot of the kids so that they, they would want watching them. Mm-hmm. I mean, there's certainly things I wouldn't. Parts of the MCU I wouldn't let my kids watch. Won't let them watch any of the fucking DC stuff at the moment because it fucking scares the shit out of me. Mm-hmm. They give them nightmares. Um, so having something like this, where it's the same principle, it's a superhero, but it's on a smaller scale and actually something relatable because all kids have whether it's a bay or. It's a fucking stuff, rabbit or whatever. All kids will have some form of teddy, effectively, whether it you know, whatever whatever form it's gonna take. So it's something that even from three years old, oh fuck, there's a no, there's a teddy bear that flies. There's a teddy bear that comes to life and talks. That's not teddy fucking ruxpin. Um, no, it's 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 an easy way in. No, I never had a teddy ruxpin. I, um, I always, always wanted one. I always
1: wanted one. Yeah, I never I always had wanted one. one. I,
0: and I I read a thing on Tinderweb not long ago. There was um there was one doing the rounds in America, and it kept on just getting passed on, and they, they thought it was fucking possessed or something because it kept on saying really weird shit, like really like evil, demonic yeah. shit, and it turned out somebody'd wired a fucking dictaphone into it. Nice. So you put, you had the, it had the tape player in it, so you could play the tape, and it spoke as normal through the mouth and all the rest of it, but then randomly it would just fucking switch itself on and say, I'm going to fucking burn you alive. Nice. And then go off again, and, you'd, and the kids were terrified, apparently. But rather than taking it apart or putting it in the trash... They fucking passed it on or they put it in car boot sales and shit. Fucking genius.
1: <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, I thought about Teddy ruxpin a lot in watching this just because of the Teddy yeah. thing. Like I said, I went to KB's, yes. I went to Teddy Ruckspin. um And yeah, like, I did actually go down the rabbit hole of like, right, okay, well, who's the best beer then? <laughs> now, look, it's not Super Ted's pool beer. I'm sorry to tell you, but Super Ted was a very close second like yeah. he was, he was right there but i did go down that rabbit hole this week of like yeah. who's? if you said best? rupert i was gonna hang up oh fuck no he's the worst like Rupert's rupert is the most tory motherfucker on the face of the planet like what an arsehole he's boris johnson the cartoon character that fucking foppish spunk covered beard like he's like he's, <laughs> what why is he white when have you ever seen a white fucking bear like other than a polar All bear about? it like you know, just fuck off. You don't off. have many
0: of them in the in the, in the English countryside, do you? I mean look, like,
1: you you also yeah, you also don't get many bears in England. You also don't get many bears that wear a fucking scarf and a jumper like they've just walked out of fucking Oxford either. Just fuck off Rupert. You're not a wonderful bear at all, and you're a Tory cunt. Um we haven't I'm sorry, as long at, as we've got that covered. Yeah, we haven't looked at Rupert the Bear yet, listeners. <laughs> Probably for that reason, let's be fair. Yeah. Maybe in future. Um no I think like that's
0: where the complaints are gonna come. Yeah,
1: Pooh is Pooh is undeniably the best bear um i will accept yeah, no super arguments on this um, um yeah, super ted's a close second but yeah you're right he's definitely a close second like he's way above teddy ruxpin and the K bears uh but yeah I, I did go down that rabbit hole this week i, I don't know why <laughs> i think super ted just brought up that thing of like and i think you're right i think it's because we all had teddy bears and because the link is definitely there and it's there's an element of that universality to it you know in the same way when we talk about the school shows and stuff like that this is something that yeah. everyone can relate to so there's a lot of it and, and and so i was able to go okay who's the best bear who's the worst bear yeah yeah so yeah. there's this show has a lot going <laughs> for it it had a lot going for it then more than i realized um or i mean i did realize it just on a subconscious level because i was a kid mm-hmm. right so i'm a fucking idiot yeah. i didn't realize how good this was um but i think, but I, think, think that, I think
0: that's part of the charm though isn't it the fact that you can watch it as a kid and we talk about this all the time there's a lot of stuff we watch there's something for the kids and it, it's entertaining on that unless on that sort of you know, on that base level and then there'll be something in there that appeals to adults and it's you know it might be the humor it might be the language it might be the style where there's something in there that appeals to a broad audience this doesn't have that not at all this is
1: just wholesome as all fuck. this is a kid show right yeah. um And there aren't many, like generally when we've we've had a show that is unafraid to be a kid's show, we've Mm. generally been in support of that as well, as long as it's done well, right? And it is here, like it knows what it is and that's fine. But most of those that are just straight up kid's shows haven't really stood the test of time, right? Because they speak into that audience at that time. I could 100%, I mean, I don't know, don't have children, right? Don't know that many children, um, but are assholes don't worry about it <laughs> I, can, I can say with 99% certainty based on what I know of children like I think you could sit a modern kid down in front of this and they're still going to have a great time with it and oh, I think God, most yeah. of his messages are still relevant you know and the reason they're still going to have a great time with it is because it's been made with such fucking love and care that yeah. like it, it just absolutely stands up. It looks better than most shit that was produced in the nineties and two thousands. To be honest, oh god, yeah. And we've watched a lot of shit that was produced in the nineties and two thousands on yeah. this show as well. And some of it looks like fucking garbage. And this yeah. still looks like the animation is. You mentioned Hanna Barbera did the um the Further Adventures sort of thing. The animations like at least that quality. As we said, it looks like it could have come out of like one of the one of the big studios not the big studio but certainly one of the big studios um and and that's why you know it stood the test of time i think that's why you're able to look at it now and say yeah i would show this to a kid today it's wholesome the message is good it looks brilliant so it'll hold their attention yeah so why not like you know normally when we look at these shows and i'm recommending them to people i'm saying look go back you might find this in it you might find that in it or if you liked it as a kid go back and watch it and it'll it'll trigger your nostalgia this is we've had a few of these lately to be fair because I said this about Huxley Pig as well but this is one of yeah. those rare occasions where I'm able to say like no just go back and watch it whether you saw it before whether you've never seen it yeah. before whether you just want to watch it with kids it's just fucking good Just it, it deserves airtime. it deserves to be in your life Like, give it the yeah. time of day, it's fucking brilliant and I yeah. just think I can and give I, it I think, any higher recommendation than that No you're right and I
0: think that I don't know what it is that's made it a, i won't say it's aged well it just hasn't hasn't aged badly i think it's the way to look at it it's anyway, you
1: could some things we've looked at they don't just stand don't up i think because, it's aged is the thing mark that's yeah it just it it's just timeless. kind of
0: sits in its own little bubble
1: yeah it's it's timeless and it's because the animation is such good quality that yeah. it was probably way ahead of its time for, for something on british network tv in the 80s yeah. compared to the stuff we're used to watching from this era
0: yeah you know, like you could, like it can like
1: be... hold up to banana man for instance yeah like chalk and cheese and I, and that's not a diss at yeah. banana man by any no. stretch it's just the well, it's, 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 it, in has a, it has a place
0: in time doesn't it and i think that part of this is because with the exception of having the the rockets mm-hmm. um actually when you get into it there are inca temples and aztec temples there are big fucking canyons and national parks and you know, where you've have bears and eagles and you know, Plains in Africa where you know where there are still ele- elephants and all that. so all this stuff you can find and you could find it twenty years ago, forty years ago, fuck forty years ago, uh, and in years' time you should be able to find it now as long as the Americans don't fucking kill us all. Um, so realistically, that's kind of why it ha- I think why it has an age because it's not set any at any particular point in time. Yeah, and by having you know, futuristic space man and also a teddy bear. It kind of the juxtaposition is that it doesn't need to be set anywhere. You don't, it doesn't need to have any sort of home. They live in a, a treehouse in the woods, which again, that could have been hundred years ago. It could be hundred years in the future. It doesn't know. It doesn't make any difference. And I think that's possibly why it hasn't aged. And I think the only the only thing that worries me about a potential reboot is what they would have to do to the characters to meet modern sensibil- uh, sensibilities. And, and I think that might age it.
1: And that's why I think it needs to be live action and postmodern, because I think what you do to the characters is fucking nothing. Because you don't need to. They they are timeless. In the same way, you know, I just mentioned Winnie the Pooh in the same way, that's a timeless character. You don't need to update that character. Everybody understands who he is. Everybody understands who Super Ted is and what he stands for. We don't understand why he rips his skin off, but we know that he's your, you know, whiter than white stoic hero and he's gonna save the day. We know Spotty Man is the sidekick. And then again, looking at you know, looking at the archetypes for the characters. A skeleton is always going to be a bad guy, right? That's that's the yeah. thing. If he's a good guy, you're in some sort of slightly macabre, dark fantasy yeah. world, and and that's fine. That's his Bits own of trap thing, door-ish. right? But yeah, but in general, your skeleton's going to be a bad guy. Yeah. Texas Pete, you know who he is. Instant, like the, you know, these are things that will transcend generations. We'll always understand what a skeleton is. We will always yeah. understand what a Wild West bandit is. That's ingrained yeah. in our culture now because the Western is a genre. So yeah. we know about and, that period in American history. Absolutely, and, we know and, what and he I signifies.
0: think that yeah, and I think I can speak for both of us, having you formerly being fat and me still being fat, that making fun of fat people is always funny.
1: And that's the thing, like you know, Bulk's just a—he's a universal character. He's the fat yeah. idiot. You see yeah. him everywhere, literally everywhere. I don't mean in real life necessarily, Mark. I mean, you know, you look at. Any- Sorry,
0: I, I forget we don't do video anymore, no, but uh, that was, I was waving all the way through that.
1: Um, you know, but but you watch any any cartoon, any fucking hell, any sitcom, live action sitcom, they yeah. will be a fat idiot. That is just.
0: That's well, if you go back to stereotype. probably any iteration of Power Rangers, certainly any iteration of Power Rangers before maybe 2005, 2006 you always had a fat idiot as one of your, not not as one of your main antagonists, but they were always there to...
1: Yeah, you had Bulk and Skull.
0: Yeah, like you, I, could, I, I couldn't remember Skull. I remember it was called Bulk, as I was going to say, because it's the same as this one. I couldn't remember Skull. Bulk and Skull, um, Bulk and Scaltern. Yeah, There you go.
1: Okay. Coincidence? Who knows? Who knows? Um, I mean, Super Ted did go over to America, didn't it? So who fucking yeah. knows? I'm not not accusing anyone of anything, but maybe. Yeah, just, just putting uh, it out there
0: um yeah. but yeah so i mean you you always have that and i think it's only as i said sensi- people's sensibilities changed in the um very much in the in the mid 2000s to being hang on we're not supposed to make fun of people it's not nice we've been we're a generation we've been brought up of actually we're not going to be dicks like our parents we're going to you know, going to try and be more inclusive and all the rest of it and at that point you stopped having the the thing you know, what would be considered fat shaming mm. you know i mean you you you're probably talking things like Shallow Howl were the end of that, whereby people, went, hang on, you can't say that. that's a really fucking stupid thing to say. You can't treat people like that, and people, a lot of people didn't realize that was a sort of parody in itself. Um, but so after that, you kind of lost that token fat idiot in a lot of certainly a lot of kids stuff. It was it then became used in a lot of adult um, entertainment, certainly a lot of adult animations, as being again that just very stereotypical punching bag.
1: Yeah, totally. But, you know, it just I I get the impression we're going to wrap up soon. But just before we do, this brings me back around to something else that we did mention earlier, but didn't really dive into either. Um, You know, you mentioned fat shame in there and you mentioned the whole, and, and like, again, regular listeners will know as a formerly very fat person, it's something I'm incredibly sensitive to. Um, but they never do that here yes he's the stereotype of the fat idiot but his weight is never ever called into question as far as I've seen like- no so they, they did there are a couple of bits
0: in the early episodes I watch where it wasn't so nothing was ever said about his weight but like, there's one where they basically invade some sort of in island and they're making them making all the, the women die for pearls and shit so they're in a boat basically taking the pearls off them as they as they come up so he's sitting one end and the other two are at the other end to kind, of, kind of balance it. And then when he leans over to try and shout at one of the one of the women, it tips the boat up. And all of a sudden, it's up in the air, and they have to tell him to move again so they can shift his weight and all the rest of it. So it's done, but it's it's not done in a way that's mocking. It's not done in a way that's, you fat fucker, what are you doing? Yeah. It's never that.
1: No. Again, and it's, not it's
0: a... the general thing you would see that if I get in a boat, two people have to sit the other side to fucking balance it out. I nearly sank one on fucking Iggle Piggle Land in Alton Towers. Nice. Mainly because I was on one side, the kid and um, Tori was in front of me, and the kids are on the other side. Now between the two of us, we probably weigh about five of the kids. I mean, those, so those boats are help. on
1: tracks as well. So well done, Mark. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, it, it's never it, it never felt particularly nasty or offensive about yeah. it. You know, and we did say this was a very innocent show, and that's just another yeah. example of that. You know, yeah, um, yeah it's
0: just and the same. I say the same. We mentioned with with the with Skeldon as well. Skeldon's a very flamboyantly gay character. Yes, but it's n- no, and this is something I've always, I've, I've always said, and I've always kind of aspired to. the things that we've written and things we have worked on is that if a character is something, if that character is gay, it doesn't have to be a label for it. That's just who the character is. Yeah, completely. You don't have to make a You don't have to make a fuss about. it. You don't have to call attention to it. It's just the character is gay, completely. and if you like the character, you like the character. If you don't like the character, it's because of the character, not because they're gay or because they're of a different ethnicity or anything else. And you get to that point when this is you know, my, my big dream for society is that actually we get to a point where it doesn't matter if you're gay, straight, bisexual, transgender, black, white, yellow, purple, or green spots. It doesn't matter. You're judged on... You're a person. And if you're a cunt, you're a cunt. And I'll judge you on that.
1: Yeah, you're exactly not right. Not on
0: anything else. And th- this kind of... This 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 doesn't even do that because it doesn't need to. There's no allusion to anything whatsoever. It's just, well, that's skeleton. Yeah, and that's He's who skeleton.
1: it is. I mean, you know... I do wonder if similar could be said about spotty as well like i I do wonder if spotty's you know maybe got a little bit more than just a a sort of friendship with Super Ted if I'm being perfectly honest like he's he's definitely well you do
0: have to wonder because Super Ted, in his um not super form has a green and yellow spotted teddy that he takes to bed is that their love child
1: well who knows I mean spotty's definitely. He's definitely a little bit effeminate, isn't he? And again, that's not, you know, that's not me trying to call uh, a stereotype into question. It's just, it's there in the reading, you know? I'll be honest, John hmm. Pertwee's voice doesn't really help with that. Um No, it doesn't, he, to be fair. Because he, you know, he is quite camp. I mean, his voice here is basically Wurzel Gummidge without the accent, mind. Yes. But, you know, that's, that's fine. Again, Wurzel Gummidge fucking hated that, but you yeah. know also man. hated the remake yeah i'll take him as spotty man all day fucking long he's brilliant but there's just something about the, there's an element of the c3po about him i think is what it is just a, just an element yes. of that yeah kind there of is camp effeminate kind of assistant role you know yeah um but then at times he's also quite butch I almost feel like he belongs in the village, people. I'm going down a rabbit hole, (laughs) listeners. It's time to stop this podcast. It's very warm. I'm talking about the sexuality of a yellow and green spotted alien. And I think I've just fantasy cast him in a band. Um, (laughs) It's time to stop.
0: (laughs) Yeah, quite possibly time to wrap up, I think. Um, Yeah, I mean, I, I came into this... Not expecting a lot because we tend when we expect a lot we tend to get disappointed. Um, uh, I had a fucking whale of a time watching this today. Yeah, and too. not just because I was supposed to be working. Yeah, me- but like genuinely, I put I, I put it on. I thought right, there's there's um a channel on YouTube and it has all 36 episodes, and I literally just hit play and let them run so they ran one into another into another. Couldn't tell you what order they were in. They were entertaining, and I had a fucking whale of a time. Yeah, because there's nothing about it. There was was nothing offensive. There's nothing that's aged so badly you think, oh, fuck, you shouldn't have done that. Or if you did that now, you'd never get over with that now. I'm just sitting there going, this is a really nice, really sweet, really wholesome, action-packed kids' cartoon. Yeah. And it's everything I wanted it to be. I didn't need it to be anything else. And I haven't come out to think, oh, it should have been this, it should have been that. Yes, okay, the the episodes could have done with being slightly longer, but I mean, like an ass hair longer. I'm talking a minute. Any more than that would have spoiled it. Any more you'd end up with quite a lot of filler. But yeah, I mean, this—I
1: struggled to find fault with it. I've got to be honest. Yeah, me too. I had an absolutely brilliant time with this. Um, totally wholesome. I—I I see myself watching it again in future. If I'm honest, I'll watch the remake when it comes out as well. I'd absolutely take more merch now. I think having rewatched it again, like a hundred percent, If you bring them stuffed teddies back out. I'll—I'll I'll take yeah. one. Um, like I'm
0: fairly sure a friend of mine had a a plush Spotty. Yeah, um, yeah. I'm sure of it
1: yeah um just a just a wonderful wonderful little show um yeah absolutely adored it watch it listeners like whether you whether you absolutely. saw it first time out or whether it's completely new to you like give it a spin it will fucking blow you away how good this is I and yeah. it's way and, better and, than it than it should be that's the thing yeah and and I, what i would say is kind of Harking back to what you said earlier as well.
0: I mean, my kids are too old for the for for this now. I mean, being nearly ten and nearly nine, it wouldn't have the appeal. If you've got kids who are four, five, six, yeah, stick it on, a hundred percent, and they will love it. Yeah, a hundred percent, they, they will, will absolutely love it because there, there's nothing about it not to love, and it doesn't have the fucking annoying soon-to-be bacon.
1: Yeah, Fuck exactly. It, yeah, yeah, that's the so, thing. Yeah. It's, you it- know, it's, it's not pepper Pig. It's not repetitive. It's not loud. It's not annoying. Um, it's just it's just really fucking good (laughs) it's just it's it's lovely it's wholesome it's action-packed it's everything that kids need basically um go for it listeners dive into it it's out there for you as mark said it's quite difficult um i don't know again when that's a licensing thing quite difficult to actually get but it is out there on youtube um so you know in the absence of getting anywhere else if you don't have dvds which were available but are no longer um yeah then track it down there because it's definitely definitely worth it yeah
0: absolutely um yeah i mean as always we'd love to know what people think um i did have quite a normally when we do these shows i, I ask my wife if she has any thoughts about what we what we've been watching and she says she's never heard of it or it was shit or what are you watching that for so this one it was so it was very very casual over dinner right thoughts on super ted and off she fucking went yeah and it was you know, for me that, that never happens now, she doesn't listen to the show because we swear too much, which I don't fucking believe but yeah um but yeah so I mean this this for me no, is it's a thing it's, it's a thing where anybody I've mentioned super Ted too they've gone straight oh I used to love because blah blah blah, blah 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 and they they can read they can recant details they can go off everybody knows not behind the bus body apart from the cunts I work with apparently um and I'll deal with that when I'm on site next week um but yeah so I mean there's just something about this that's not going away, and I'm very glad about that and I'm really happy that we've finally got around to watching it. Yeah, you're but, right. But yeah, as it's not uh, going I mean, away. As, the
1: world needs more Super TED, to be honest.
0: Fucking I can't fault I can't I can't really argue with that. And that's probably the best setting to go out on. Yeah. I mean, yeah, as always, let us know what you think. If you disagree with us, um stop listening. Just go away because no, you're wrong. Um but yeah, I mean love to know what people think. Um get in touch as always on Twitter at SNPD Pod. Go to our website, ddpodcast.net where you can also get our previous episodes and other shows. Wherever get your podcasts from, subscribe, leave a message, and back as best we can. But until next time,
1: not behind the bus, Spotty. Batches!